With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Universal Chaos, a show about navigating the world of chaos. And just have you seen this story? The DOD spends nearly $50 million a year to do nothing with Trump's border wall materials. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, that sounds that sounds about right. I mean, they spend all kinds of money doing nothing all the time. That's just crazy. So the Biden administration spends about one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a day to store and maintain the unused border wall panels. Yeah, that's <laughs> called a holding cost. I mean, you don't want the border wall to go to waste, right? But uh, then you yeah. don't want to put it up. So I I, I don't know. So, I don't know. So that's the thing. So because they don't want to put it up, right? Because this is straight politics. It's political. So we don't want it. We don't want to use the materials, but they've been bought and paid for. So now let's just let them sit and waste money. Yeah. Yeah. But, but here's the problem, Jess. They're not putting up the border wall materials, but we still have issues at the border. Listen to this. In the meantime, bizarre and dangerous human smuggling tactics continue here at our southern border. Take a look at these images out of Border Patrol's Tucson, Arizona sector, where agents stopped a pickup truck and found three illegal immigrants literally locked inside of a toolbox being smuggled inside of that toolbox. Obviously incredibly dangerous. A U.S. citizen arrested in that incident and will be charged with human smuggling. Then we'll bring you out here to the Rio Grande Valley where we are. Take a look at these images at Border Patrol's Falfurious Check point, a canine hit on a truck that was lugging a uh, prefabricated pool on top of it. Inside of that pool, agents found six illegal immigrants hiding inside of that pool in an effort to be smuggled through the checkpoint. That truck was later reported stolen. And then lastly, we'll take you out to Laredo sector, another bizarre incident. Take a look at these images. Border Patrol agents stopping another vehicle where they found several illegal immigrants hiding inside of clay flower pots in the back of that vehicle vehicle, several of them hiding in those pots as, again, unusual smuggling tactics continue here as migrants will find any way they can to get deeper into this country. The Border Patrol agents, they're going to tell you they have a big problem. We all know it's a big problem. Hmm. So basically, if I close my ears and don't hear it, it's not a problem. Yep. It's kind of like if the bear poops in the woods, does it make a sound? Yeah. It's like, well, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> like these these um, cases where people are being illegally smuggled in, you're, you're just looking at that from the wrong perspective, through the wrong lens. It's actually a good thing for America that we have this going on. I don't quite understand that. Maybe you can help me out. How is that good for America? It's, it's not. It's terrible. And the thing is, it's like those are humans being smuggled. We know how much drugs cross the border that aren't being detected. But if we focus on the Mexico border, then we have to admit that we probably need more of that border wall up and that would make Trump right. And so we don't want to do that. Oh, we can't have that. No, we can't. No, we can't no, let that guy be right. No, no, no. no, no. We, we, won't, we won't do that. So even to the detriment of our own country and our own citizens that we can't have that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, let somebody be right if they're right. It's just crazy, man. And it's just a waste. I, that's what gets me is that's the problem that I have with this whole thing. And, and when I keep talking about the politics and how ridiculous it is, is it's like this when you have kids and so do I, when the kids live, live in your house, they'll turn all the lights on and they'll leave them on all day, all night. They don't care. Why? Because they don't pay the electric bill. I feel like our government is the same way. They will waste billions upon billions of dollars. Why? Because it's not their money. They don't care. Yeah, they can just print more and take it from the American people. Yeah. Absolutely. For it not to raise a red flag to someone to say, we're spending $50 million a year on storage materials. But it's like the... The society we live in now is just like, okay, we're just going to accept whatever happens. <laughs> well, I think everyone should just remember this. When you're talking about the border walls, particularly the southern border wall, there's two things to be very concerned about. One is the cost, um, the actual monetary cost, and the other is the health cost, mm -hmm. right? Because all these drugs that cross the border, don't, don't fool yourself. You're paying for the, all that all the problems associated with drug abuse and drug issues. You're paying for it in terms of law enforcement. You're paying for it at the hospitals because people are overdosing and dying on this stuff every day. And by the way, each time that happens, that's not cheap. I mean, to try to help and resuscitate a person from, you know, being overdosed is a wildly expensive proposition. And so you, you, you compound that, right? So you have the health issue and then you compound that with, illegal immigration where you kind of have to take care of people when they cross the border. I mean, they, they certainly, we want them to have a place to stay, which we could get into the whole homeless thing, but let's not go there. That's a completely entirely oh, different yeah. for sure. Yeah. Conversation, but I don't know if they're unrelated. Um, but so, so you have to take care of them. You have to feed them. You have to house them. You have to do something with them. So where does all that money come from? It doesn't come from the government because the government takes the money from the people. Right. So ultimately, we're going to pay for it. And in, in terms of, um, you know, feeding people, housing people and taking care of people in the hospital when they overdose because of all these drugs that are coming across the borders. Those are the issues that you should be concerned about. That's just my opinion. Yep. All right. Moving moving right along. This story is wild. Mons Venus Security Guard, which is an adult nightclub. The security guard fights off a man in a devil mask trying to get into the nightclub. Uh, this is crazy, man. It's like, you can't go anywhere anymore. You, you definitely got to keep your head on a swivel. There's no question in my mind that had it not been for the brave men you see standing next to me, that we could have been here discussing a mass shooting in the city of Tampa. But thanks to their heroic actions, today an armed suspect is in custody and no lives were lost. Let me walk you through how we got here. Sunday morning, 
just after 1 a.m., Michael Rudman, 44-year-old, he arrived in a silver pickup at the Mons Venus. Rudman exited his truck wearing a red and black devil mask with the words kill and dark one on his arms. He had a fully loaded nine millimeter firearm in one hand and a flashlight in the other. A watchful and alert security guard, Mr. Manny Resto, spots Rudman just before he enters the venue and attempts to take the gun from his hand. Rudman fought back. During the struggle, a single round from Rudman's gun struck the door of the business. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Manny was able to knock the gun out of Rudman's hand and with the help of additional security guards, including Mr. Danny Bayham, they were able to pin Rudman to the ground. All of this happened in less than a minute. And any police officer will tell you, fighting with an armed suspect for a minute seems like an eternity. The flashlight was used to attempt to block the security camera because if you flash a, a shine a flashlight at a security camera, it kind of blocks the, the view. And so you get this bright light. So he understood what his intention was. He knew where the security cameras was. There's a report he was at the club the night before. So I don't know what, what happened the night before that got him to the point where he was that upset that he was going to come back and just commit this heinous act. It's just unreal. But the, the true hero in all this is the security guard, Manny Resto. We're all thankful for their heroism. And I have no doubt that had they not stepped in, many lives would have been lost. There were approximately 200 people inside the venue at that time. When our officers arrived, they located two additional fully loaded magazines in his pocket. Inside his truck, they found nine knives, two gun holsters, and loose ammunition. Ammunition, knives, a devil mask. I mean, he was ready to do battle, that was for sure. Now let's hear from the security guard, Manny Resto, as he explains how the whole thing went down. Okay, well, I was standing by the door. Uh, we always alternate positions, you know, someone inside the club, someone outside the club, somebody walking with the girls to their cars. Um, it was my turn to be outside, and I noticed this truck was blocking parked cars. In, in, in front of me. So I was gonna ask the person to find a parking space or move, but I like to wait and let people do it themselves, think about themselves, because I don't want to upset people. You know what I mean? I don't want to try to, you know, you know. So I was waiting for him to move or a person, and then all of a sudden I see the, the car was running and he opened the door and he got out of the car and I noticed the devil mask. And I was like, okay, it's not Halloween. Um, maybe it's some type of trick or gag, you know, because I used to, I was a professional wrestler, MMA guy. I know a lot of big guys. I've worked security for 30 years. I knew a lot of bouncers. I thought it was one of my friends playing a, a trick on me. So I was like, so I was kind of smiling while he was approaching. He was approaching. He was he approached slow measured steps. And he didn't say a word. And I was waiting for the punchline. 
Then all of a sudden he came right up to me and he was a very big man, very big. And I was like, okay. Then he walked beside me. I guess he thought I didn't work there or I wasn't a threat or whatever. So he was right beside me. I was to the left. He, he was to the right. I saw him raise his hand and he had a, a gun. I saw him pointing it towards the uh, door and I decided that he was not going to enter the club and hurt anybody. So I concentrated on the gun and I grabbed the his gun hand and his wrist with both hands and I turned it towards him and then we started, you know, banging. Everything, a lot of things are fuzzy because I got hit in, in, in the head quite a few times by the gun and he also had a flashlight as well in the other hand. And um, I almost went unconscious, but I kept myself. I wasn't gonna let this happen. I was not gonna let him win. He was not gonna hurt nobody. And it's it's crazy, you know, you can't even be out. As you heard, there's 200 people in the club. Now, the thing about this Mons Venus Club, now I haven't been in many, many years, but what I can tell you is that the the door that they're describing, it's it's one door, but it's got two sides. So there's a side to enter and a side to exit. Uh, so basically, you know, in a situation like that, you know, an armed gunman's coming inside, there's 200 people in there. This place is very, very small. 200 people, they're shoulder to shoulder. So uh, if he had gotten in there, you know, that many people, a lot of lives probably would have been lost that night. So it, it's just crazy. You know, you can't go anywhere and really have a good time without really paying attention to your surroundings. We all got to just, we got to be vigilant nowadays, man. I, I wish I could say this is the end of it and it'll probably stop, but it won't. These stories just, it's like every other day, you know, you're, you're reading something crazy and people want to do harm to innocent people. It's, it's just unreal. But no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter how good of a time you're having, um, I think we all just have to be vigilant of what's happening. The police did go to his home and you know, they raided the home to see what they could find there. It seems like they believe that it was uh, booby traps. So I don't know what information that they got to, to believe that, but they did. But some of the neighbors saying that, you know, the guy was maybe a little awkward, um, maybe had some mental health issues, but they didn't see where he would have been this violent. And that's the scary part, because... You never know what causes somebody to snap. You never know what causes them to go over the edge. You know, I think a lot of times we're out and you see people arguing or getting in. Man, it's not worth it. It's really not. You really don't know what somebody's going through. And so, you know, my thing is I'm not going to argue with anybody, you know, that I don't need to, especially about something petty or something small. It's, it's not even worth it because you never know what can be said or done that's going to take that person over the edge. The search of 44-year-old Michael Rudman's home came after his arrest outside the Mons Venus nightclub. Tonight, we are learning more about his previous history with police. The fight between Michael Rudman and the Mons Venus security team happened right here at the front door. A hole in the front door from when the gun went off during that scuffle has now been patched. But the question remains, why was Michael Rudman trying to enter this club with a loaded weapon and many rounds of ammunition. 
The video shows 44-year-old Michael Rudman at 1.15 a.m. on Sunday morning trying to enter the Mons Venus nightclub with the weapon in his right hand. A fast-acting security guard takes the weapon, then fights with Rudman to stop him from entering the club. Rudman was then arrested. And then later on Sunday, neighbors say special agents from the FBI and Largo police descended on Rudman's home. That was probably 30 cruisers and a big forensics van and it was a big deal they made, evacuated us all gene bluto took these photos of officers in tactical gear entering rudman's apartment the landlord gave them a key to the house and they blew the windows out sent a drone in a search warrant from police shows officers found a small amount of ammunition in the home, three swords, knives, and several masks. But neighbors say Rudman didn't seem like a violent man. He looks like he had an impairment, but he was quiet. After they saw the video of the confrontation outside of the Mons Venus nightclub, the neighbors were surprised. He didn't seem violent. He did not seem violent. But thankful he is still in jail. No bond, and that makes us all very happy. The Mons Venus nightclub is a nightclub with a national reputation. Police tell us there were more than 200 people in this club on the night of the incident. Just be be careful about where you're going, what you're doing, and who's around you, you know. Be aware of your surroundings. That is clear. If nothing else, we all have to be more vigilant about what's going on around us because it's you just never know. You just never know when something crazy is going to happen and we are universal chaos the big you see and you are our universe if we do our jobs right you see you you will see you i want to thank you for joining us be sure to click on the subscribe button if you have not already done so so you never miss an episode and until next week we're out of here see you bam